it's not the same thing as sitting down and playing Super Mario Brothers, unless you had like a friend sitting next to you and you're playing Super Mario's together. And, you know, I'm first player, you're second player. But that's not the reality of what's going on right now. And I think us as parents, we have to sit up and realize and recognize that there is something completely different about what our children are experiencing with quote unquote video games, right? Because it's technically socializing and it's super fun. And if we don't watch that, you know, there's addiction problems. There's also just the fact of family disruption. When it comes to building a business empire online while intentionally cultivating a thriving life at home with kids, well, there is no roadmap. It's not easy, but the great news is we're not alone. We live in a crazy world that is truly unlike any other time in our history. And if you're like me, you've got an impact of your own to make, but you're not willing to sacrifice your relationship with those that you love in order to get it. My name is Stephanie Dove Blake, and this is the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast, where we'll journey together to learn what it means to be a truly powerful parent. Let's go. Wow. I just got off the most incredible podcast interview with Rosanna Burgos of the B family. If you guys have not listened to that podcast yet, I just want to encourage you to go back and listen because it was so incredibly powerful and just packed with so much wisdom, just so much wisdom. I was really kind of in the middle of our interview, just a little bit like out, a little outside of my body experience, like, oh my gosh, like this is so incredibly good. I lost track of time. Um, so go listen to that podcast. But one of the things I wanted to just talk about for a second with you is what's happening in our world right now with perinal distraction. And I feel like everybody's distracted, right? We're all distracted. And there's so many things to be distracted by. And, you know, we could point fingers at a lot of different things. And um, but the reality is, is we've always had the potential to be distracted as far as human existence goes. But I feel like it's unprecedented in what we're dealing with right now. And there's a stat that I talk about in a lot of my trainings where I was just blown away at how much money is being spent uh, in order to garner our attention, uh, especially whenever it comes to social media, video gaming, uh, YouTube. Uh, it, it is It just absolutely blows me away. Uh, and just to put it into perspective, I'll repeat the stat, but uh, which is that um, the the Hollywood uh, industry, like just movie industry in general, um, it's around around. Oh my gosh, I, I hope I, I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it was around forty to fifty uh, billion dollars that is spent uh, on on advertising and, and movies. Like the whole industry itself is around that amount, and then the music industry is just a little bit less. I think it was like thirty or forty billion dollars. So whenever I think about the movie and the music industry, I just think huge. You know, these are superstars. These are movies that go into the theaters and then, you know, musicians like Coldplay and these mega stars like Taylor Swift and just all these people, right? Like there's so much money there. And I think about the amounts that are on, on this uh, infographic that, you know, I even thought, is this even real? But I looked it up. I, I double checked sources and and like, it's legit. And then, you know, you think about this 40 to 60 billion or whatever, but then whenever you get over to video games and how much money is in that industry, the last stat, and I, uh, I'm going to get this so wrong, guys, don't crucify me, um, but it was like 2021 or 2020. And the stat was $196 billion. Now I'm, I'm actually really terrible at math, but that's like three to four times as much as either the movie industry or the music industry. And that's just the video game industry. So things are happening that are different than they ever have been before. 
And whenever we talk about the video game industry, I want you guys to realize that these are not the video games of our childhood. I grew up playing Nintendo, Sega, um, you know, Nintendo 64, up into the Xbox. And I actually never was a PlayStation girl myself. Don't hate me. Um, but I grew up playing these video games and video games were one way and they were addictive and it was super fun. But nowadays, a lot of our kids are are playing different types of games that don't that actually do make this difference. So, for instance, my youngest journey, she's ten years old, and she loves to play Fortnite, and it's a blast for her. And or Minecraft. And so, whenever she's playing either one of these games, the thing that I know to be true about Journey is that it's not actually about the game. It's about playing with her friends. That's what makes it fun. So on Fortnite, she's not allowed to play with anybody else but her friends and they'll they'll get on and they will play around together. Um, and then on Minecraft, they've built their own little world together and they build and like so-and-so has a zoo and so-and-so has a farm over here. And like they do stuff in this virtual world because actually these some of these friends live a little bit farther away and you know we can't get them together as often as we'd like. And so for her, it's this social aspect of getting to connect with her friends. And my little journey, I think she's an Enneagram 7. She's super fun-oriented and people-oriented and uh, loves to be with her friends and people and relate and connect. And so it's not the same thing as sitting down and playing Super Mario Brothers, unless you had like a friend sitting next to you and you're playing Super Mario's together and, you know, I'm first player, you're second player. But that's not the reality of what's going on right now. And I think us as parents, we have to sit up and realize and recognize that there is something completely different about what our children are experiencing with quote unquote video games, right? Because it's technically socializing and it's super fun. And if we don't watch that, you know, there's addiction problems. There's also just the fact of family disruption because whenever it's super fun to escape into a world with your friends, you have a, have a blast together, you spend, you know, 45 minutes, an hour or whatever, and you're you're playing together. And then you turn around and it's time to maybe like do a chore or whatever, like, what's fun in your home, right? What can compete with that? And sometimes parents get really upset with kids because the kids wanted to spend their time on video games or social media. And in reality, one of the biggest things that I took away and I just loved so much from Rosanna's interview was that she worked really hard. Her and her husband both worked really hard at being intentional about having fun with their kids and what their kids like to do and what their kids were into. And that can be really difficult. I have to say, I've experienced that, you know, like, um, especially, you know, when my kids were younger and they wanted to play Legos or whatever. And I'd be like, ah, I don't want to play Legos. I really don't want to do this. Or they would want to um, wrestle. And I, I, wrestling is actually a pastime. Like we love to wrestle. It's super fun. But there would be times where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just don't, I'm just not in the mood. I don't feel playful. I don't want to wrestle, I, you know? And so it can be difficult to get into our kids' world and spend time with them where they feel like it's fun, right? Which is super important because sometimes we want our kids to do what we think is fun. And there's nothing wrong with that because our kids need to learn how to do things that other people think is fun. But I think if we really want to win at parenting, I know this, I know that if we really want to win at parenting, we have to get into their world and play where they're playing. And so whenever they have these interactions and video games online and they just have so much fun and then they get off of the device and it's like, man, life is boring unless I'm on that screen, right? Life is boring unless I'm playing the video game. And it's not that we necessarily have to create these elaborate things, but, uh, you know, that, that could compete with that level of fun. But 
it's we have an advantage as a parent that I don't know that we all recognize. Our our children love us and they look up to us. And and even through those teen, tween and teen years where it might feel like they don't, they actually really want to know us. They really want to spend time with us. And we have that advantage because they desire that. So when they get that quality time, it counts for so much, even better than a video game because it was spent with their mom or it was spent with their dad. And sometimes I think we discount that. And so I wanted to just kind of chat about about this concept and this idea of parental distraction and how oftentimes, you know, we're living this distracted life. And and let me tell you, I, I've been there and I have to be super intentional to not just stay there, which is, you know, you wake up in the morning and you check your phone and your phone dictates where your mind and your thoughts go. If you pick it up, maybe you're scrolling social media or you're checking your email or your text messages or whatever it is, your brain is going to go to whatever you have seen on that. And it's going to dictate how your day starts rather than you choosing how your day is going to start. Maybe it means having some quiet time or meditating or exercising. I know a lot of my entrepreneurial friends, they have a morning routine and they you know, have that down pat and they, they have that time in the morning. Hey, powerful parents, Stephanie here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Did you know that statistics show that 88% of Americans say they eat dinner with their family every night or a few times a week? I think that's a pretty awesome stat. But if you're anything like me and you're an entrepreneur, then after a day filled of putting out fires and maybe various events, testing your patients, sometimes it's hard to think of questions that can help you really connect with your kids beyond the standard, how was your day? When my kids were just littles, I put together a list of questions to solve this problem and to help us have something to connect with over dinner time. And now I would love to share my curated dinner questions with you. This is good for littles and for bigs. There's lots of different varying questions in there. And these questions are going to help to ensure that the conversation is not just lively, but will bring you closer to your children while you enjoy a delicious meal together. As a listener of this podcast, you can get access to these questions at www.powerfulparentingtribe.com. Once you're there, make sure to type in your best email and I'll have my team shoot over the questions for you. Once you get the questions, I encourage you to make this a family affair, print them out, have your kids help you cut them out. We even grabbed a mason jar and my kids decorated it. And that's where we put all of our questions. And that same mason jar still sits on or near our dinner table to this day. We've been using these questions for close to eight years now, and I've really enjoyed the fun conversation and connection that's come from them. I hope your family enjoys them as much as mine have. Again, that's www.powerfulparentingtribe.com. Now back to the show. But I don't feel like that's actually standard or normal. I feel like a lot of people are, you know, or, or we can all casually drift into this, what I've heard called a, a hypnotic rhythm where we're just doing whatever, uh, we're chasing that dopamine hit. We're chasing the the path of least resistance. And, you know, you see it all the time. Uh, you go out to a park and you see kids playing in the park. They're having a great time. They're in the sandbox or doing whatever. And the parent is sitting on the bench and they're scrolling their phone, right? Which don't get me wrong. This is not like a judgment thing. Like you should never be on your phone while your your kids at the park. No, I mean, sometimes we need a break and sometimes maybe you've been playing with them all day long and, and you just wanted to have some you time and you want to scroll on social media for a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is, is whenever that becomes the standard rather than the exception, and you can see it all the time, anywhere you go nowadays, you go out to a restaurant and oftentimes every person in the family is on a device 
Or worse yet, the parents are on the devices and the kids are sitting there looking around at other people in the restaurant. And again, this is not about judgment and shame. It's about asking ourselves realistically, are we showing up intentionally? Are we showing up powerfully as a parent and how we truly want to show up as parents in our child's lives? When we're with them, are we actually truly with them? Are we present? Is our mind with them? Are we looking at who they are, looking for the positive things about who they are as a little human? What are the beautiful things that lights you up about who they are and the things that you see? And have you communicated that to your child recently? Have you given them that quality time where you got into their world and you spent time with them? If you haven't, then maybe this is your sign. Maybe this is the reminder that maybe you needed to get on the floor and play. Or maybe it's you're out at a restaurant or at dinner time, and instead of having the phone at the table, you leave it in the bedroom. Or maybe it's just simply for you. Maybe you are so distracted. And, and again, I'm speaking from personal experience, guys. Literally just this past week, I was involved in so many things that I was doing and I was wrapped up in the doing, the going, the hustle, the things I have to do to keep this business running and do this and do this over here. And oh, that fire happened and this fire happened. And next thing I know, I realized that I'm not showing up how I want to as a parent. Like this is not my standard. This is the exception. So I'm going to write the ship. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm not going to check my phone. When I'm going to set my day, I'm going to set my intention for the day. And when I'm moving throughout my day, I'm not constantly looking for my phone to check this or to check that, right? But instead, I'm going into my world. If, if your kid's hanging out in their bedroom, you can go in and just sit down with them. It's the craziest thing, especially if you have tweens and teens, like whenever you go in and like you say your kid's in their room and they're just, maybe they're on the computer, maybe they're on their phone, or maybe they're just chilling in their bedroom. That you, you know, you go into their bedroom and you just plop down. You just sit down. Uh, I call, call it potatoing, you know, like a couch potato, but you're going to be a potato wherever your child is and just sit there and just see what kind of conversations happen. Now, if you're not in a great relationship place with your child, this might be super weird, super awkward, but I encourage you to keep doing it and keep trying it and just showing up in your kid's life and, and seeing what conversations come out of that. Um, but most importantly, the admonishment that I want to have in this this episode is just, are you living distracted? And this is for the sake of your children, but also for the sake of you. Because we can't show up as our best selves if we're living on autopilot and living distracted and allowing other things determining to determine our path. And the truth is, is that if we don't set the culture in our homes, set the culture for ourselves, but most importantly, in our homes for our children, then the internet will set the culture for your home for you. And that's a fact. That's not like an if thing. If your kids are connected to the internet, and if you don't have a lot of oversight over that, then the culture for what your child thinks, what your child believes is true and good, what your child thinks they should be, that's going to be set by other people on the internet. And I believe that your child was given to you for a purpose. My children, Josiah, Jude, Jocelyn, and Journey, they were given to me for a purpose. And it's up to me to show up inten intentionally, John and I both, to show up intentionally and to, to be that guide for our children, to serve them and to help them see what's in them and help them get it out. And we can't do that if we're distracted, right? So anyway, I, I just, I love that interview with Rosanna. I just think she's such a bright light in this world. And she just showered everybody with wisdom. And that the parental distraction piece just really 
was reverberating just after I got off. I was like, oh, oh I've just got to talk about this because it's like a silent killer in families. And, and, and you don't actually realize it's happening sometimes. And I mean, we don't always have people that are coming in and out of our lives that could go, Hey, maybe you're on the phone too much. Hopefully our spouses might do that for us. Or if you're single parenting, you know, a friend, um, but otherwise we have to be able to think about this and, and look and evaluate, am I actually spending time where I want to spend the time? Cause if not, we'll be distracted. And if we're distracted, then our kids are going to stay into whatever they're into that may not necessarily be the best things for them. And they'll be raised by devices instead of being raised by you. And that's essentially what happened to me in my childhood. I was raised by video games and movies. That was everything that I had. And I felt so disconnected. And I guarantee you, even though your kids may be connecting with people online, whether it's through social media or video games or whatever it is, it's not the kind of connection that they're able to get with you as a parent. And so I just want to encourage you, they need you. They need connection with you. It's not enough just to have clean children and well-fed children and children who are doing their homework and not causing any problems. Like that's not enough. It's really not. It's connection. And they need to know that they have a safe place with you and that they feel connected. And so I just hope this this is an encouragement. I know it was an encouragement for me after having that conversation with Rosanna, but then furthermore, just thinking through, you know, the intentionality uh, of showing up and, and, and not living a distracted life as a parent. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you've gotten at least one golden nugget that you can grab and you can implement in your family. And, um, and I just want to remind you again, I, you probably hear it a gazillion times on this podcast, but it's not about being a perfect parent because none of us are capable of capable of that, right? We're not capable of being perfect, but what we can do is we can show up powerfully and that's what counts because that's what makes the difference and, and our children feel that. So again, thank you for listening to the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast. I'm so honored to have you here listening and here. If you have a chance and if this podcast has has been a blessing to you, would you please leave a review and um, and let me know. I tell you what, sometimes I put these podcasts out and I'm like, is anybody listening? I mean, I see some data, but I'm like, who are those people? And uh, so feel free to email in or uh, leave it in the review of the podcast. Um, but most of all, it's about them. It's about the kids. And so I hope that you're getting some incredible golden nuggets. Thank you for listening. I truly hope you enjoyed our episode today on the Powerful Parenting Journey podcast. Make sure to hit follow and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. You're not going to want to miss a thing. I promise. If you were impacted by this episode, do me a favor and leave a review with a comment. I read every one of them and I also pass them along to our guests. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links at powerfulparenting.com forward slash podcast. If you want to see more behind the scenes with me and my guests, be sure to find me on Instagram or Facebook. It's where we can have deeper conversations on these podcasts. Take care. And remember, it's not about being a perfect parent. It's about taking each day and working on showing up powerfully for our kids. They deserve it. And you are the parent for the job. See you on the next episode.